Man, that was some good worship music. Thank you, everybody. I know that just doesn't happen either. It's lots of practice and and praying and all that stuff, so I appreciate everybody's effort. So uh, everybody that's here tonight, thank you for being here. You have a an assignment. You need to bring a friend with you next week. We're going to have pizza uh, next week, p- pizza party. Yeah. Right. So, so, but ext- so what, you're, what you need to do when you, uh, tacos instead? Okay, well it's tacos instead of pizza per, per Corey. So we'll have taco night next Saturday night here. So you got to bring a friend. So if you're here, if you're not traveling, you'll be here. No, you'll be, you'll be gone. Well, everybody else needs to, so someone needs to bring two people for Roberta's. Okay, you got that? Okay. We'll have tacos. So the thing is, you want to emphasize the really good worship music and don't bring up the preaching, okay? And then we'll be good. They'll come. It'll be great. They'll, love, they'll, they'll have lots of tacos. It'll be good. All right. So we're going to be in Second Chronicles. We're going to be in the Old Testament this evening. We finished our Galatians series a couple weeks ago. We had Easter last weekend. And uh, what a great time that was to be able to have fellowship with one another and to be able to to have Easter and break bread with one another, so different than the previous year. So so grateful for that. Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter 20. This is uh, Second Chronicles chronicles the kings of uh, mainly Judah um, and Israel, the northern kingdom, the southern kingdom. And so the Second Chronicles is talking about King Jehoshaphat, who was a, a king for the Judah, the lower kingdom. And uh, so Jehoshaphat is not, this is not a Star Wars chronicle. This is actual historical narrative, okay? And there was a king named Jehoshaphat, <laughs> and uh, we're going to learn about him today. So let's read just the first 20 verses of Second Chronicles to see this story unfold before us. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, those pesky Ammonites, right? Together were some of the, uh, together with some of the Mennonites came to fight against Jehoshaphat. And people came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast number from beyond the Dead Sea and from Edom has come to fight against you. They are already in Hazanon Tamar, that is, in Gidi. Jehoshaphat was afraid, and he resolved to seek the Lord. And then he proclaimed a fast for all Judah, who gathered to seek the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. And then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem, Uh, in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the Lord's temple before the new courtyard. And he said, Lord, God of our ancestors, are you not the God who's in heaven and do not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand and no one can stand against you. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and who gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in the land and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name and have said, if disaster comes on us, sword or judgment, pestilence or famine, we will stand before this temple and before you, for your name is in the temple. And we will cry out to you because of our distress. And you will hear and deliver. Now here are the Ammonites, Moabites, and the inhabitants of Mount Seir, You did not let Israel invade them when Israel came out of the land of Egypt, but Israel turned away from them and did not destroy them. Look how they repay us by coming to drive us out of your possession that you gave us as an inheritance. Our God, 
Will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this vast number that comes to fight against us. We do not know what to do, but we look to you. All Judah was standing before the Lord with their dependents, their wives and their children. Verse 14, in the middle of the congregation, the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, son of Jael. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Son of Manhattan, a Levite from Asaph's descendants. Verse 15, and he said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the vast number. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them, and you will see them coming up the, uh, up the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeruel. And you do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow, go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. And then Jehoshaphat knelt low with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord to worship him. And then the Levites from the sons of the Kohathites and the Koriahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel, shouting loudly. In the morning they got up early and went out to the wilderness of Tekeo, Tekoa. And they were about to go out. And Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. And then he constituted with the people and appointed some to sing for the Lord and some to praise the splendor of his holiness. And when they went out in the front of the armed forces, they kept saying, singing, Give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever. Verse 22, the moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set an ambush against the Ammonites, Moabites, and the inhabitants of Mount Seir, who came to fight against Judah, and they were defeated. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you and just thank you Again, for this uh, evening, this opportunity, Lord, to, to worship you in song and to give you the adoration that only you deserve. We're thankful, Lord, that you preserved us for us, your word, the historical account of your people and how you interacted and how you time and time again delivered them and rescued them. And we're so grateful to be standing here this evening knowing that all of, us, all of us who are in Christ Jesus stand with that same benefit that you are Father through what Jesus has done. And you stand to rescue us too. That many of the battles that we face in this life are truly your battles to be won. If we would only look to you, God. So help us as we look at what has happened in the past through King Jehoshaphat, Lord. And help us to apply the things that are found here in our own walks, in our own battles, Lord. That you too would be victorious for your glory's sake. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so we have this uh, so it's 
historical narrative of what has happened. These, these people that God said, don't, don't wipe them out completely, right? And they went and settled, and all of a sudden these, these people are coming upon Judah. They're going to fight them, and they're like, oh, no. And so everyone's fearful. And so we can, we can uh, stand here in Idaho Falls and say, well, this really doesn't apply to us because we don't really have Moabites or Ammonites that are actually our neighbors, right? The Ammonites and Moabites are too far away for us to be bothered by them down there in southern Utah. So we, have, we don't have these battles. We don't have the group of people outside the border of Idaho Falls to, ready to invade our homes and, and such. But we do have battles, don't we? We have spiritual battles all the time. And uh, we, we've been talking, going through Galatians and um, going through what it looks like to, to walk in the Spirit, to be filled by the Spirit, to, to abide in the Spirit, and to demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit in our lives as we learn to walk with Him. And, and, um, and so it's easy to, to preach that, hey, we need to be filled with the Spirit, we need to walk in the Spirit, but what does that look like? And I think there's a lot of what that looks like that is found in this historical narrative here in Second Chronicles. We see a people that recognize first that they had an enemy. And we need to recognize that we're not here just, just to play around. That we too have an enemy. If we are in Christ this evening, there is an enemy who desires to... Uh, the, the scriptures say that the devil is like a roaring lion seeking who he may, he devour, he may, who he may devour. He had, there, we do have an enemy. We have an enemy of sin, the flesh, the old man or the old woman that is in us, even though we're saved, if you're in Christ Jesus, that battles, that we battle every day, that desires to, uh, to rule and thro- uh, the, the throne of our heart when we know that it should be Christ and the power, the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit of God. And so we have our own enemies. We all have our own trials and tribulations that we're going through. And, and so it's easy to say, be filled with the Spirit, but what does that look like? And so the first thing we need to know is we need to be sober about the fact that we are in a spiritual battle. Paul says that our, the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but they're spiritual. So we might not have a, phys- a fleshly ab- battle to battle people outside the, 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 the town um, border, but we have a spiritual battle that's waging in our hearts every day and in our lives. And so we need to recognize the enemy just as the, the children of Israel here, Josephat and the, the folks did. They saw the Moabites there in verse 20 and the Ammonites together with the Mennonites and they came to fight. They recognized that they had an enemy. And people came to Josephat, the king, and said a vast number, right? They're looking with their physical eyes. They're saying, man, there's a ton of people coming down and they want to kill us. And we can often get overwhelmed with our trials. And we just need to admit that we're powerless in and of ourselves in those trials. That really, victory only is found in the Lord and allowing the Lord to win those battles for you as we as we see this, as we walk in the Spirit, as we abide in the Spirit. So we recognize we have an enemy, and the next thing we need to do is we need to admit that we're powerless in and of ourselves. We can't fight our fight, our battles by ourselves in our own strength. Verse 12 there, And our God, will, will you not judge them, he says, he asked God. For we are powerless before this vast number. 
that comes to fight against us. We do not know what to do, but we look to you. Some good advice. God, I'm powerless in this. I don't really know what to do other than to look to you. And we are to seek the Lord. Recognize we have an enemy. Admit that we are powerless. And then seek God's face. It seems to me that every time I get in the real battle of the trials and the, the, the wars going on, the battles in life, uh, the more I just want to fight and not do what's most important, and that's seek God's face in the midst of those. Jehoshaphat was afraid, and he resolved to seek the Lord. So Jehoshaphat said, I'm afraid. I know what I need to do. I need to seek the Lord. So he proclaimed a fast for all Judah, who gathered to seek the Lord. They too sought the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. And the next thing we need to see is we need to rely on God's character. We seek the Lord and we do that because we're relying on who he, God says he is. His character and his resources. He's the creator of all things. He's all powerful. He's amazing. And we need to rely on God's character and resources in the midst of our trials. And sometimes we don't understand why God has allowed these things in our lives. But the trials that we're facing, the battles that we're facing. And those are the times when we need to be like Jehoshaphat. And we need to remind ourselves what not our fears are, what our uh, dialogue in our head is about how fearful or how overwhelmed we are with our trials and tribulations. But instead, fight those, that dialogue with truth. Who is God? And what can he do? And then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the Lord's temple before the new courtyard. He said, Lord God of our ancestors, are you not the God of who is in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand, and no one can stand against you. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and who gave it forever to the descendants? He's, he's, he's praying to God and says, Are you not the God who's in heaven right now and did all this in our previous history? And we can stand here in 2021 and we can look into the Bible and we can see God's hand moving and delivering his people time and time again. And we can pray the same prayer. Are you not the God who is in heaven? Who drove out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and who gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend. We need to rely on God's character and resources. Verse 8, they have lived in the land and have built you a sanctuary in it for the name and you have said if disaster comes sword judgment pestilence or famine I have news for you there, there this prayer is a very honest prayer just because you follow Christ doesn't mean your life is going to be full of blessing and all rosy the battles still come whether it's by sword or by judgment, by pestilence, a little pestilence called COVID-19, or famine, whatever comes, God, we know you're in control. You're the God who reigns in heaven. And whatever comes, we will stand before this temple and before you. For your name is in this temple. And we will cry out. 
to you because of your distress. And you will hear and deliver. Yes, we need to recognize our enemy. We need to admit that we are powerless, but we also seek God in those circumstances. And we need to remind ourselves of how powerful our God is. And anything that is allowed into our life is because he's allowed it. These people weren't asking to be delivered from whatever was to come. They were asking that God would hear and deliver them through it. Knowing that he's all-powerful. Another point is we need to stand firm in God's promises. We stand here in 2021 with a New Testament uh, added on to Second Chronicles in the Old Testament. And it's full of promises. Now, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The peace that passes all understanding is ours as we look to Christ, as we abide in Him. Salvation for all who will believe. There are all promises given to us, and we need to stand firm in God's promises in spite of what's going on in our lives here on this earth. All Judah was standing before the Lord and their dependents and their wives and their children. In the middle of their congregation, the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah. And he said, listen carefully, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number, for the battle is not yours, but God's. God made a promise. That's who we are. Nothing will separate us from the love of Christ Jesus. That's a promise. We stand in God's promises. The battle is not yours, but God's. Verse 16, tomorrow go down against them. God told them you will see them coming up from the ancient of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeru. And you do not have to fight this battle. <laughs> How many times do we just want to take it over? I got this, God. God reminds them, you don't have to fight this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow, go out and face them, and the Lord is with you. And finally, we have this point of giving thanks in all circumstances. And we see that in the New Testament time and time again. Pray without ceasing, and in all things give thanks. Whether you eat or whatever you drink, do it all for the glory of God, giving thanks. And these people of Jehoshaphat, Judah, the Jew, the, these people that are living in Judah under the reign of Jehoshaphat uh, provide this great example for us. That in spite of what looks like a definite defeat, they're reminding themselves of who God is and his promises and they begin to give thanks in spite of the circumstances. Then Jehoshaphat knelt low with his face in the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord to worship him. Then the Levites from the sons of Kohathites and the Korahites stood up and to praise the Lord God of Israel, shouting loudly. 
God is with them. They were giving thanks, giving God glory in spite of the circumstances. This is really the final one. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. In the battles of life, the things that we're dealing with in your trials and tribulations, trust that God is there. He's with you. In the morning, they got up early and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa, and they were about to go out, and Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. That's the call of the New Testament. Believe. Trust. In God and His promises. The reminder for us, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. And then he consulted with the people and appointed some to sing for the Lord and some to praise the splendor of his holiness. It's interesting that he does that, right? He Instead of saying, hey, grab your sword and you grab the arrows. And say, no, you go, you, you're going to be singing, right? And some of you others are, are going to be praising the Lord and His splendor and His holiness. And when they went out in front of the armed forces, they kept saying, Give thanks to the Lord for His faithful love endures forever. God's faithful love endures forever, church. I pray in spite of the battles and the trials that you're facing, that you would be reminded tonight that God's love for you, His faithful love for you, endures forever. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this reminder tonight of, of your goodness, um, that the battles that we often face, we can be so overwhelmed with, Lord, in this life. And what a reminder.